super kind of super whatever the infernal thing is. This is the Supercalifragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast, where each week we discuss, you guessed it, Disney. Things you know, things you don't know, and things you didn't know you needed to know. Well, as Walt would say, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can do this. Okay. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantengase alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard, Disney fam. Hello out there, Disney fam. Uh, this is Chris. And I'm Kelly. And welcome to this week's episode of the Awesome <laughs> Disney Podcast. The, the music is throwing me off. I love it I so could, much. It really and is. Can we just keep it after the holidays? <laughs> no, it's no. special, honey. It's okay. special. Um, so I'm wearing my, I'm going to call them my Mickey jazz hand ears tonight. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones that are like Mickey hands coming out of your head. Yeah. Mickey jazz hands. Sure. Is what they are. Um, and I'm pretty excited about them. Um, but it's in it's a celebratory segment it's that like, I'm doing, and so that's why I thought the Mickey Jazz Hands would be appropriate. Oh, okay. Because it's a celebration. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, hunt. Did anybody listen to us last week? <laughs> nope. <laughs> of course they did. Uh, we had downloads from Cornelius, North Carolina. You know, Ooh, that's that's Cornelius. right there in our neck of the woods where we used to live. Yeah. Um, beautiful township. Um, it's basically one big peninsula out into Lake Norman. Yeah, so, Cornelius. Beautiful little, Welcome, little Cornelius. town. Citrus Heights, California. It's Ooh. a suburb just northwest, uh, northeast, actually, I think, of Sacramento. That's fun. Yes. And one and the, this next town is one of the most fun towns to say in America. Okay. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Yeah, and I think what, that's a very what's fun... what's their claim to fame there in Ypsilanti, Michigan? Uh, it's interesting you should ask, because I have a, <laughs> I, a fun fact about I Ypsilanti. I knew you would. <laughs> it's the home of the very first Domino's Pizza. Is it really? It is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and is it still open? I don't know. I didn't go see if it I was still. I wonder if they do that 10-minute thing. You mean it's like still. that, you think it's like that Dairy Queen in Charlotte? It's yeah. like the oldest. Like the original Dairy Queen. I wonder if like when they try new things out, you know, for a while Domino's had those like oven cars. Uh-huh, yeah. If they try them in Ypsilanti first. I don't know. We'll have to call somebody up in Ypsilanti. I think they're very, very happy today because they're basically a little suburb of Ann Arbor. And oh, okay. they just whooped. So they killed Ohio State, Ohio State yeah. yesterday, okay. and they're well, they're they are drunk on Domino's pizza today. You know what, Ypsilanti? That's not my celebratory thing today. But good for you. I'm wearing the ears. We'll just say I'm wearing the ears for you. Yeah, uh, which probably make more sense, I guess, than than the ears for your segment because. I don't know. My segment is celebratory. It's celebratory. Okay. All right. Yes. Sure. Why are you struggling with that concept? <laughs> Uh, and Parai, Parai, P-E-R-A-I, Parai, Malaysia. Ooh. Parai is an urban settlement in the city of Sabarang Parai on the peninsula, on, on the Penang Peninsula in Malaysia. Okay, that's that sounds great. Yes. I don't know anything about Malaysia, but that sounds lovely. <laughs> well, we are delighted to have them downloading our podcast. Can you imagine just people in Malaysia listening to me and you? That's crazy. They are bonkers. Full but, crazy. But I hear that we're we're getting huge in we're Malaysia. We're huge in Malaysia. Wow. Did not know that. Yep. I don't Gosh. know if they know that either. <laughs> okay. So, Main Street. Main Street. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but Bob Iger is now the CEO of Disney. 
Did you hear anything I, about that? I, something, I definitely heard a little bit about it. Just a little bit. Maybe something slightly familiar. People that don't even know I'm a big Disney fan are like asking, like chatting it up in the office. Hey, oh my gosh, Bob Iger is back. Gosh, people really hated Chapek. It, I mean, literally minutes after we finished recording last week, we, you know, the all this stuff broke. broke. Apparently, the news, they had only told Chapek minutes before the oh, news wow. broke. I mean, so There's a they leak. definitely hated him. There's a leak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't have a lot of fans, I don't no, think. No, no. I mean, he's probably, I mean, I'm sure there's some pride there. You don't become the CEO of a company like Disney without having a lot of ego. Um, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt Iger's got some ego too, sure. right? right. Uh, but he's going to be okay. He's going to land on his feet, especially That's with that. I'm not crying for that him. That reported $20 million golden parachute that oh, he's got. Oh, my goodness. I'm not crying for him. No. Not crying um, for him. In in an email, Iger not so suddenly hinted that uh, the fact that the, quote, old organizational structure simply didn't give creatives a proper spot at the table. Uh, in his email to the company, Iger says that changes will, quote, put more decision-making back in the hands of our creative teams. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, while also restructuring things in a way that, quote, honors and respects creativity as the heart and soul of who we are. And so promptly, Kareem Daniel, the head of Disney Entertainment Division, was fired. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Well, I mean, I'll just say we have always maintained that Disney is a for-profit company, and Mm -hmm. I think these types of moves show that better than nothing else, right? He wasn't fired because they didn't meet profits. He was fired because they didn't make enough of the profits. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were the parks in particular were making just hand over profits. fist. Yes, hand yes. over fist. So um but the the mandate from the board has has been clear, right the ship and quote work closely with the board in developing a successor to lead the company by the end of 2024. So this is a two-year contract. Right. And already we are hearing like who the most likely candidates are to be his replacement. Right. Um, and those are, where did I put that note? Um, uh, Parks chairman, Josh DeMauro, who's very, DeMauro, very yeah. big on the socials, uh-huh. uh, yeah. making appearances in the parks and whatnot. And Disney general entertainment chairman, Dana Walden. I think it's interesting. They're not, they're not talking about pot rock. I mean, Kim pot rock is also, very He's big on very, the socials. Very, very He's constantly doing socials. stuff at Disneyland. No, nobody talking about Pot Rock. No, that's not what <laughs> I. That's not to say that. <laughs> no, no rumors <laughs> about Kim Pot Rock. <laughs> did we verify that is how he says? I think it? It I is. think we did. <laughs> we verified that that's how he says. Iger <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. will hold an employee town hall tomorrow. Okay. So we're recording on Sunday night, uh, Monday. Um, to discuss the future of the company with employees. Okay. So that's hopefully, you know, I'm sure that we won't hear anything about how that meeting goes. Merry Christmas. We're restructuring and firing a bunch of people. I hope not. I hope <laughs> not. Well, in fact, so that's sort of like one of the leading items of the riff between uh, Iger and Chapek, according to the Wall Street Journal. So this was the juicy stuff, right? The uh, what the first riff was about... Um, Chapek wanting about the timing of some massive layoffs uh, during the park shutdowns, right? Uh, 
the the report, the Wall Street Journal report says that Iger wanted to wait for the CARES Act to pass, okay. so they maybe not quite so many layoffs, and Chapek wanted to get started before any economic projections were implemented. Iger um, was still on the board; he was chairman of the board. I believe that's right. Okay. Yes, and Iger won that that early dispute. Um, so, uh, yeah, Iger, uh, said that Chapek did not follow his announced plan on focusing on creative endeavors. And instead he got way too involved in the day-to-day activities of running the business. So again, by Iger, it seems to be very talking about the creative side of the business a lot these days. Um, Sources also indicated that Iger was alarmed by price increases in the theme parks that Chapek said would boost revenue and limit overcrowding. I think no doubt it boosted revenue. Not so sure it limited overcrowding. Right. So, uh, and then also, as and I'm glad to hear, they very much had a different take on the whole don't get say gay bill out of Florida. Of course. Iger immediately went out onto social media opposing the bill. And, of course, we know how JPEG, JPEG just totally fumbled, screwed that up. fumbled that one. Some pretty interesting things uh, unrelated to all the Iger stuff. Uh, Disney released a couple patents for, um, for approval by the U.S. government related to a new ride technology. I think you've mentioned that before. They've done they've, – we, we've talked about this before. But these are new ones. Okay. So one is a drop. So these are all related to – they're trying to limit predictability in, in current ride systems – uh, one is called a, a drop swing mechanism on okay. a coaster, which doesn't require any like um, outside propulsion to to force a coaster down a hill or whatever. Uh-huh. This is a special coaster track that when the car land, uh, arrives on that part of the track, the track itself drops and swings into place oh, wow. meeting up with another track so it can drop and swing backwards or it can drop and swing forwards oh, wow and you know just create a lot of unpredictability there the other is a mechanism that will improve what we think of in water rides where we may one day ride on an attraction that feels like we're in water but there's really no water in the ride, right? right? Today, water rides are limited to either the slow, uh, dark rides or something like um, Splash Mountain where it's a flume. Right. Right. But you can't really get the the undulations and yaw and pitch of an actual boat. Right. And so they've developed some technology using cables that will create a ride car that can do that, that can oh, mimic the actual motions of a, of a seafaring vessel. Uh, and in their patent, there was what looked like some Moana art. Oh, interesting. There, so okay. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. Really? Future. I think I remember us riding a water ride in Disneyland and realizing it didn't have water. Like we thought it was a water ride, but as we were going through, like maybe part of Small World mm-hmm. didn't actually have water or something. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're drunk. I don't think I was. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. think we'll I was. To, we had to process that one, huh? Yeah, but that's an interesting thing. I'm, yeah, I'm for I think it's, whatever they're doing there I with I think Moana. it's really, really cool ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
spent way too much time looking at those drawings today. That's cool. So Disney win, won some IAAPA awards. This is the Global Association for Attractions Industry. They announced the winners of the 2022 IAAPA Brass Ring Awards. Mm-hmm. You, If you can imagine attractions and entertainment and all the awards and things that might go around that, this includes zoos and everything else. Okay. Okay. Best Theatrical Production for Tale of the Lion King at Disneyland Resort. Most Creative Christmas slash Holiday Show, Mickey's Dazzling Dazzling Christmas Parade. We talked about that last week for Disneyland Paris. Okay. That's the Most Creative Christmas and Holiday Show. Wow, that feels big. That feels big. Uh, Most Creative Halloween Haunt Show or Experience was the Let's Get Wicked at Hong Kong Disneyland. Most creative multimedia spectacular, harmonious at Epcot. See, honey, it's been it's been awarded. You don't need Good. to worry about it going away. Thank you. <laughs> Most creative property wide event, Disneyland Paris's thirtieth anniversary. Oh, I think that's interesting okay. considering the fiftieth going on at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Oh man, there's so much news. Bob, the Bobs took it all up. The Bobs did take a lot of. It the took news. up all my time. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, more liquor in Magic Kingdom, which always is a good thing. Uh, <laughs> Magic Kingdom introduced drinks with liquor for the first time back in September at Skipper Canteen, Liberty Tree Tavern, and Diamond Horseshoe. Um, and and now then it's at Cindy's. now it's at Cindy's and Be Our Guests. Okay. The Boulevardier is at um, Be Our Guest. Mm-hmm. It's sixteen fifty. The French seventy five and the Bloody Mary are both fourteen fifty, and they are at. Uh, both be our guest and at Cindy's. I really don't think you can have enough liquor in Fantasyland. Or so, anywhere in the Magic Kingdom. Fantasyland for sure. That ought to be coming out of the wall in the restrooms. Just on a tap. <laughs> Just on a tap. Just on. Those restrooms will drive you to drink in Fantasyland. <laughs> Especially that one over there by Tangled. Oh, gosh. Rough. You've never even been into the women's restroom in Fantasyland, honey. You have no idea the, the, the terror <laughs> that awaits in those fantasy land restrooms. <laughs> so I'm Tomorrowland, right? You are Tomorrowland. Tomorrow I hope that's what you I mean, you, you just went for. straight into the intro and didn't give me a kind of heads up. So again, I'm in a celebratory way tonight. Sure you are. Because we're going to talk about Tokyo Disneyland. This is the first time they have had Christmas in three years. Now that is worth celebrating. I know it is, right? See, I mean, you, I don't you know why totally you would right. take that I would, from Tokyo. I would. <laughs> I should. This is their first Christmas celebration in three years. So I have to tell you, this is the most wholesome stuff you've ever seen. The food, <laughs> the menus, the merch. It is so, so wholesome. So it's like lunch bags, tissue packs, cloth coasters, <laughs> placemats. Says you know what, I like, totally believe it. These are the people that are cleaning up the stadiums at the yes, World Cup. Yes, it says things like happy winter time and <laughs> festive winter and holly jolly holidays. Aww. Like it's just, just so sweet. They are adorbs. It's really so <laughs> sweet. So I'm going to read you the write-up from the Disney website. Okay. At Tokyo Disneyland, enter the ultimate wonderland as the World Bazaar transforms into a Christmas time full of fantasy, Aww. including a nearly 50-foot Christmas tree 
and a flower bed featuring Mickey Mouse in a Santa Claus hat. The dog keeps wrapping his himself around my power cord oh, and ripping it out. Th- this isn't part of the this Disney announcement. Part of it. <laughs> Along the parade route, celebrate the season as scenes of Disney friends enjoying the season come to life in Disney Christmas stories. Oh. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Max, Woody, Buzz, Stitch, Anna, Elsa, and more all plan to don their merriest looks as they share holiday treats. That is wholesome. It is so precious. That's Disneyland at Disney Sea. Delight in the colorful decor, adorning Mediterranean Harbor and Waterfront Park. At sunset, be sure to take in the dreamy and romantic ambiance as the lights flicker on for the evening. <laughs> the entertainment offerings are, of course, both merry and bright. With Christmas, Disney Christmas greeting on the waters of the Mediterranean Harbor and Christmas time with you at the Hangar Stage. That just sounds so sweet. It is the sweetest thing is ever. This, is this our top non-Western Hemisphere Disney location? I, you know, I don't know. So I'm going to go through the food offerings here, which is what I want to talk about. So they have this thing called Sets. And it, it's called a special set. So this restaurant is offering a special set. And essentially, it, that includes like an entree, a side, a dessert, and a drink. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a full meal, but they call it a set. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go through some of these. And I think going through them, it sounds great. I don't know that, that the food is what is going to put it, you know, as one of our top must-dos. Okay. Okay. What? It's, it's just a little bit odd. Um, okay, so Eastside Cafe has an antipasto misto of marinated scallops and watermelon radish, a petite puff pastry with salmon and roast beef, oh, tagliolini like pasta with seafood tomato sauce, bread and berry nuts mousse creek cake with a macaron. Yeah. Right? I'm not 100% sold on that. <laughs> the marinated scallops with watermelon radish. Um, I just, I don't, it makes me want to puke. <laughs> I, say. I, I like the idea of the salmon or the beef in puff pastry. I will say that the food looks amazing. Okay. It's just, it's just some very questionable seems pairings. Like, seems like a lot. Over at the Sweetheart Cafe, that, by the way, is 2843. Okay. Eastside Cafe. Over at the Sweetheart Cafe, you get a beef and tomato sandwich with grape jelly and a choice of coffee or a tea beverage. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the direction I thought you were going to go with that. See what I'm saying? That's like the trifle in Friends. You can also get this with a souvenir lunch case, and it is $7.73. I want to say... Beef and tomato with some grape jelly? That the bread for this sandwich um, is red. And um, I can't even describe for you what is on it. Um, well, so it's beef and tomatoes with some grape jelly. Not what it looks like at all. <laughs> Next up, we have the Diamond Horseshoe. And okay. this has a wreath-shaped seafood salad, which is totes adorbs. Okay. Roast beef in a bourbon cream sauce with potato salad and truffle butter. Okay. Bread and a custard cherry cranberry pie with vanilla ice cream. This one is by far, I think, the most American meal that they it really have. Sound, that, this this one sounds delicious. Thirty seven ninety four. So it looks pretty solid there at the Diamond Horseshoe. Okay. Um, the Center Street Coffee House. A roast beef flank with okay. Japanese sauce. That seems very vague. That does and seem And almonds vague. with a bacon and mushroom doria 
and an egg and tomato cream pie for 1918. Huh. Uh, an egg and tomato uh, cream pie? Uh-huh. At the Plaza Pavilion, you've got a potato and meat gratin with a clam chowder fettuccine and white <laughs> fish fritters with shrimp. A black tea chiffon cake and your choice of a soft drink. <laughs> it's like honestly, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to poo poo their food over you, there. You don't want to even see what that looks like. But it's it seems like you're just throwing random words together. <laughs> <laughs> At the refreshment center, honey, you get your your French fries and a soft drink, uh, and okay. your hot dog. The okay. hot dog is in a red bun. Now, so far. A lot of the buns here are red. I don't know if that's a Christmas type thing or if this is normal, but this is hot dog is a gratin dog with chicken and barbecue sauce. It's eight dollars and fourteen cents. I don't know. At Grandma Sarah's kitchen, you get to try the Omuri rice and fried shrimp with a shrimp tomato cream sauce, a chocolate cake with strawberry sauce, and pumpkin gratin with a soft drink. I'm very excited about the chocolate cake with strawberry sauce. Yeah, it's like a Yule. It's like a Yule log. It's like a Yule log. It's a Yule log. Okay, Okay, some drinks. Pistachio cream and strawberry sundae ice cream cone for $5.38. A strawberry milk tapioca tea for $4.14. A hot apple maple drink. For three seventy nine, sparkling rum and strawberry cocktail five thirty eight, hot bourbon cocoa for five thirty eight, and a milk and coffee liqueur cocktail for five thirty eight. If nothing else, I think I can drink at Tokyo. <laughs> now we're going to move and over. Fries. They had French fries. They had fries. I'm going to move over to Disney Sea, but I did not see a picture of the cheese sauce in that. Cafe Portofino um, is doing a roast beef set. This set features a bacon mushroom soup, a coffee-infused roast beef with balsamic sauce, a mashed potatoes and cheese gratin, a lot of gratins, (laughs) bread, and a pistachio almond cream chocolate pistachio almond cream chocolate cake. Okay, this is this is the best meal you've said so far. This sounds Absolutely, that's because off you're not looking at it. That Amazing. beef is sitting on a plate with a tomato cut in half that has clearly been roasted. A, a half of a roasted tomato. Yeah, but tomato. there's balsamic there. Yeah, but you know the issue that I've got with a hot tomato. Yeah, I know. Well, you've um, also got issues. Next, with we have flank. the Zambini Brothers Ristorante. This uh. is a beef stew and mashed potato pie, a seafood carbonara spaghetti, okay. and a chocolate cake with mixed berry sauce. This feels like two entrees with a dessert. It does, yes. But Magellan's, it sounds great. Magellan's is the nice restaurant. Okay, and so yeah. Magellan's is expensive. I didn't write down the price on Magellan's. I don't know why, but it was like $84. Um, this is a lily bulb and mussel with sea urchin verrute sauce, iberico pork with scallops, taro and truffles, flatfish Vapor with champagne sauce, a roast Wagyu beef and a roast duck with Banyuls wine sauce, bread and a strawberry rhubarb confiture with a custard pie and bergamot orange sauce. That's a lot. This is art. This is the most gorgeous plates you've ever seen in any restaurant. Interesting. It is pure beauty. Pure so like each one of these things is like small, like you get in a really high-end restaurant, but then gorgeous. together it makes yes. a big meal. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Okay. Ristorante de Canaletto. Marinated scallops and burrata with oh. nuts, along with marinated prawns with salmon roe. <laughs> they just lost you. For the main course, <laughs> we enjoy a spaghetti with olive and truffle sauce, prosciutto and tomato confit. 
Next is a braised beef cheek cheek yeah, in yeah. red wine along with an eggplant ripino and carrot risotto. Okay. Right. And for dessert, a wreath-shaped fruits and almond spice cake with a honey semifreighter. I'm going to have the dessert there, I believe. <laughs> Just the dessert. At Dockside Diner, honey, they ruin um, they ruin pastrami for you. They put it on some type of a croissant with pickled onions and cheese and lettuce. I'm uh, not even. Except the pickled onions. At the onions. SS Columbia Dining Room, there's some good-looking stuff. Um. But what I'm going for is the rum and mint chocolate sparkling cocktail. <laughs> You're um, gonna have French fries and drinks, pretty much. And, 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 um, I'll be like Alyssa Lang. I'm a carb enthusiast. <laughs> rum and mint chocolate sparkling cocktail, five thirty eight. Mixed berry and whipped sparkling drink for four eighty eight. Hot brandy cocoa, five thirty eight. Pistachio cream and pudding. Like that's not the same thing. Those are two different things. Six twenty one comes in a souvenir mug. Oh, and a strawberry shortcake a for six twenty one also comes in a sou- on a souvenir plate. Oh, um, so yeah, I mean, I'll just say they've got some stuff. It's 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 eclectic mm-hmm. on the American palate. Let's it say. is definitely eclectic. Um, <laughs> but I will say that you know how we look at the pictures that they put out mm-hmm. for the foodie guides on Disney Parks blog. Yeah, these pictures are gorgeous. Like if I didn't read for you the descriptions, you'd be like, "That sounds that looks amazing. That looks amazing. Gosh, that's beautiful. What kind of sandwich is that?" And then somebody'd be like, "Pastrami," and you go, "No, that's not pastrami. That's not pastrami. What is that cream bit of chunk right there? And why is there something purple on my pastrami sandwich?" You'd <laughs> be like, "No, whatever that is, it's beautiful, but it's not pastrami." <laughs> There was a couple. There was a couple meals in there that I, I think, yo, I, I would love it. Uh, yeah, th- that balsamic steak thing. I don't I think I would want to eat the sets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you want to pick and choose. You want to. You want. I want the yeah. spice cake. I want. I'm going to have. This I want the liquor dessert. drink. I will have this liquor drink. I'm going to have <laughs> this cake. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly cakes, fries, and drinks. As per usual. That's really. That's really <laughs> this your is real really house. what I'm there for. That's <laughs> really even your real in the house. States, that's what I'm there for. <laughs> I still think Tokyo Disneyland is our top Western or Eastern Hemisphere. Okay. Disney. Well, I just want to say Happy Winter, Tokyo Disneyland, <laughs> um, Holly Jolly Holiday, Festive Winterland, whatever it is you guys say to each other over there. I think it's fantastic, and I'm glad you're getting to celebrate Christmas after three years. Absolutely. Now that's that is absolutely worth celebrating. Yeah. Yes, you're totally eating up my time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> push the start button. So I originally titled this "My Favorite Holiday Foods at Disney," but really, what I'm talking about is my favorite foods that I like to eat at Disney during the holidays. Okay. Okay. Right. Not not necessarily to specific foods. to holiday foods. Are you also a carb enthusiast? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that applies to this list, but yes. (laughs) Okay. The answer is yes. Okay, so I broke mine up into some categories. First category is the breakfast category. Okay. The, where I think is the very best place to eat breakfast. Okay. Holidays or otherwise, frankly, at Disney. Okay, the best place to eat breakfast at Disney. Uh What do you think? You got to guess? Oh, gosh. It's Tusker House. That's my honorable mention. Oh, okay. All right. Whispering Canyon Cafe. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good one. Yes. Uh, go with the, if, if as long as you're a meat eater, 
go with the heritage all you can eat skillet yeah they like to do skillets oh, man it is so good mm-hmm. house made buttermilk cheddar biscuits with sausage gravy and scrambled eggs country potatoes hickory smoked bacon pork sausage links and mickey shaped waffles mm-hmm. and they just keep bringing more mm-hmm. you finish you eat up that skillet it's mm-hmm. 20 this is 26 bucks you eat up that skillet they'll bring mm-hmm. you a whole new skillet right because nobody likes a buffet well, and, this and, is much and more. also this food is delicious. Yes. I <laughs> also mean, that. Right. But it's yeah, Tusker for, House was my runner up. It was my honorable mention. But it's mention. a buffet and everybody fights over that bread. They do. Yeah. Tusker House is a, is a good, as buffets go, it's Tusker a Tusker House good is one. a disaster. <laughs> it's, it's delicious. It's a delicious so, disaster. <laughs> Whispering Canyon Cafe, get the heritage there. Yes. It's, and ask for ketchup. Ask for ketchup, of course. Uh, okay. Traditional dinner. Liberty Tree Tavern. Here they will serve you, and I think this is all you can eat too. This is mixed green salad, roast turkey breast, pot roast, oven roasted pork. That's three. Oh my gosh, that's, that's very meaty. Mashed potatoes, <laughs> vegetables. Hello. <laughs> Stuffing, mac and cheese, and their ooey gooey toffee cake. The ooey gooey toffee cake is good. It's no joke. It's good it's for no sure. Joke. And then, of course, Liberty Tree also has their their meatless option, which there, is fantastic. Which is absolutely so good, fantastic meatless yes. meatloaf. Yes. Um, honorable mentions here. <laughs> I got two of them. Oh gosh, Art Smith's Homecoming because you can gosh. never go wrong by going to Art Smith's Homecoming. Nice. You can never go wrong by going. The, the, the thing that that's put an this honorable over, mention for you. I know. The, I know. Sacrilege. Truly, it is weird. Uh, but Liberty Tree Tavern is in the parks, and if you're in the parks during the holidays, it comes with its own um, level of ambiance. Okay. Right. Uh, the other one I did was the Hoopty Doo review. <laughs> Cause yeah, the, also not an honorable mention. It's a solid option. The food there, is, I mean, you get a show, obviously, but right. the food is so good, and it never stops coming. It is. A lot of meat, and you do have to ask for the mac and cheese. You do have to ask for the mac and cheese, but it, but it also comes with the alcohol. Yeah, no, it right, does. Built right, right into the price. You're there. right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there you go. Yep. Liberty okay. Tree really went out because it's in the Magic Kingdom, which is a beautiful Christmassy ambiance there. Okay. Um, okay. Top quick service. Okay. This was really, really hard. I gotta say, I don't know I don't know that I want to pick this one. I went with the Earl of Sandwich, the holiday turkey sandwich okay. at the Earl of Sandwich. Uh, this is a sandwich on that amazing Earl of Sandwich bread, turkey, cranberry sauce, cornbread stuffing, and gravy. Mm. Uh, my honorable mention went to the Polite Pig, which, wow. I mean, those meatballs at the Polite Pig on grits. Okay. Oh, my God, it's so good. But the <laughs> the holiday, tur- it is so good. It's, it's maybe the best single morsel of food I've ever put in my mouth are those Polite Pig meatballs. But... The holiday turkey sandwich. You know that episode of that Thanksgiving episode of Friends where she makes she always makes him the sandwich, Ross the sandwich oh, after yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, What's the wet it sandwich. Oh, it's not called the wet sandwich. Oh my gosh, the, the moist maker. The moist. <laughs> <laughs> the wet sandwich. Oh, so close. <laughs> you were not. That's so close. <laughs> so this. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna totally throw me off now. For the rest of the second, the wet sandwich. <sighs> it's the moist maker. And he goes like Red Ross. He goes Red Ross because somebody it. took his sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's right. Steals the wet so sandwich. She, he says, you know, she puts like this a little bit of gravy in there, and it makes it moist, right? Because mm-hmm. moist people love that word. <laughs> 
the this holiday turkey sandwich is what I imagine that sandwich the moist maker would be like. Guess what it is? It is so holiday. It's so turkey holiday gravy and stuffing and all wet in, a, sandwich. in a sandwich, <laughs> and it is wet and <laughs> it's sloppy and it is so good. It is so delicious. Oh gosh! So the holiday turkey sandwich at their old sandwich. <laughs> That's awesome. And then just go over to the Plight Pig and get some meatballs because why oh, not? Gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's quick service. That's quick service. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, snacks. Snacks category. Okay. Snacks. The top snack on my list is... Every time you say that, the dogs go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, no your, more saying snack, S-N-A-C-K. Snack. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, the Red Velvet Whoopie Pie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a red velvet cake with candy cane buttercream and holiday sprinkles. Uh, you can get this at the Backlot Express or the Trolley Car Cafe I was going to say, Hollywood that's a Holiday Studios. studios holiday, yeah. Also known as Holiday Studios, if you want to call did it Did I that. say Holiday Studios? You did. Oh, okay, well, That's look. what they should Gosh, rename they it. Should they should really that. rebrand that during the holiday season. Oh, my seasons. gosh. You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> Josh, hello. So, uh, and by, by the way, whoopie pies are, you know, you think of like a, a little sandwich cookie, right? Yeah. That's not what this thing is. This no, no, is no. like a, a, an individual layer, yeah. no, layered it's, cake. It's significant. This is, this is, yeah. if you really want yeah. it as a snack, it's for two people. Yeah. But it is, it is unctuous. It is good, yeah. tasty, yeah. moist, red velvet cake. <laughs> And then right in the middle of the two layers, because it's it's not cookies; these are cakes. Yeah. And it's got that, and I I feel like it's really I don't know if it's buttercream or cream cheese icing. They call it buttercream, but they it's call it buttercream. You can't just change it. Oh, they call it's it so good, but it is really big. I was shocked at how big this thing was when we actually got there and and had it for ourselves. Okay. We had to find that picture and post it. My honorable mention. Any guesses? I don't think you'll guess this for snack. For snack, yeah. I don't think I'll guess. This is very, very Christmas specific. Okay, I don't think I'm going to guess your. It's a, it's part of the cookie stroll. Oh, the Linzer cookie. The Linzer cookie. Linzer cookie. That's that's going to be my my honorable mention. No, that Linzer cookie is is very serious in the snack category. Yeah, Yeah. it. Well, the all of the cookies in the cookie stroll were a lot bigger than I thought they were going to be. Anyway, oh yes, like these were not little. No, we were little miserable. dainty cookies. We were miserable after we ate all the cookies and then went to and dinner then went to Le Chefs de France to have an entire steak dinner. <laughs> I know. Okay, so so that was so the red velvet whoopie pie, and honorable mention goes to the Linzer cookie because it, it's really yeah. delicious. The yep. Linzer cookie. Okay, top beverage. Any guesses? Top beverage. Yep. That's my last category, beverages. Lemonade. Oh, it's a holiday beverage. Okay, wait. Oh sorry. Gosh, holiday you beverage. You are not even trying. Oh, my gosh. Holiday the beverage. The wet sandwich and a lemonade <laughs> holiday drink. I got the Linzer cookie. <laughs> I don't know, honey. The frozen hot chocolate martini at the uh, French booth at the festival of the holidays. Oh yeah. I don't think they call it the frozen hot chocolate That's, martini. That is exactly what they call it. Oh. It's the frozen hot chocolate martini. <laughs> there's a French word for it. Gregus la vanille vodka, uh, chocolate milk and whipped cream. 
There's a there's a French name for that. I think that you're skipping possibly. I don't think so. I think so. Uh, so that's going to be my top drink, the frozen hot chocolate martini, because okay. it's it's everybody's favorite drink at, it's that, great. at that booth. Absolutely. Um, the honorable mention. I, I'm cheating here on the honorable mention because this is not actually something I've ever had before. It's brand that's, new this well, year. That's not just cheating. That's lying. <laughs> <laughs> you said these are the best things you've ever had. Yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> I've gotten all the way to the end here, and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm bending the rules just a little bit. You've heard of an old fashioned, yeah. This is also Holiday Studios. <laughs> <laughs> this is called an in holiday fashion Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Rosemary Syrup Cranberry Lime and Cinnamon. Okay. You can get this at the Animation Courtyard Bar, the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge, Hollywood and Vine Oasis Canteen Tune In Lounge. Sunshine Day Bar and the Fifties Primetime they Cafe. Are really they they a lot of those like this in holiday, holiday fashion. Studios. Yes, they think this is going to be a huge hit, and that everybody's going to get it. And that's why I included it on my list, even though I've never had it before. <laughs> oh, this is a new drink. This is a brand new a drink. Brand new drink to okay. the Hollywood Holi- no, Hollywood are, Holiday. They studios. have committed to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, very committed. So to that there drink. we are, Whispering okay. Canyon. Liberty Tree Tavern, Earl of Sandwich, Holiday Turkey, Red Velvet Whoopie Pie, and a Frozen Hot Chocolate Martini. That sounds like a fantastic day, That's a great day. I think that sounds like a lovely, lovely day. I do, too. Good for me. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, that is today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, you know what to do next. Go out there, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It is the review that is going to bring everybody else running to the podcast. If you're looking for what to get us for Christmas, that's it. A review on Apple. And you know what we'll do? What will we do, honey? We will send them a sticker. That's right. We'll send you a sticker and you put it in somebody else's stocking. (laughs) Um, Hey, and also visit scfadp.com. S for super, C for Callie, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. Yep. And if you missed our bonus episode this week, make sure to go back and check it out. That's Festival right. of the Holidays virtual tour. That's right. It just dropped on Friday. We were so excited. Um, follow us on all the socials. By all the socials, I mean Instagram, at SCFADP. <laughs> <laughs> the more conversation out there, the merrier. And with that, folks, we hope to see, see you real soon. soon.